0: PV Radio, Central Texas. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the learn. And the Psalmist voice radio network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station.
1: What's uh, good, radio family? The Thomas Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup. Just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with on Sundays, the Summer's Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Followed by Cell Life with Michael Ceballos at 4:30 p.m. Monday, The Grub at 12 Noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, victory over the weights of life with Sister Deanne LaBrine at 6 p.m. Friday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturday's is our Triple Hitter, and it starts off with Saturday's with Beth with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. and Lodovar Nation with Sondra Grace at 7 p.m. The Psalmist Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio's open mic, open to all pastors, preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365 24-7, just search The Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family, let's go! At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website, www.allsportheadgear.com, and type in promo code SIRON2020 to receive 20% off your
2: purchase. Let's get it. Let's go.
1: At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair, like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majalsproducts.com or on Facebook at majalsproducts. Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank.
0: With Sister Lorianne
2: Brown, right now on
0: TPV Radio.
3: Lorraine Brown. Roberta Jones will be joining us later. But it is a good afternoon. This is a day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Amen. Good afternoon to everyone. Welcome to Saturday Buffet. I am your humble host, Lorraine Brown. Today we will be going back to our subject matter that we had. Just recently we were talking about prayer. And after that show I shared with um, Sister Roberta I said I don't believe we um, even skimmed the surface of prayer There's a scripture in the Bible that says Man should always pray and not faint And I believe personally that we are fainting in the body of Christ Because we're, we're simply just not praying We're not going to God with things We're trying to handle them on our own And they have overwhelmed us they have gotten us down. They've beaten us up on a daily basis. And it's time for us to turn around and go back where we know things work. And that is in the area of prayer and supplications with God. And when we go to God in prayer, just to slow my road, when we go to God in prayer, don't just parade in front of God with a tub or a basket full of requests and don't stand there long enough to get answers. Don't stand there long enough to hear what God has to say to us in return. I believe personally that every time I get it right, every time I get that situation right, every time I go into um, my prayer closet and I, I go in there, I don't just go asking God for cars and houses and land, but I also go in and I see some things in myself, some areas in myself that are not stable. And how many know that everything that God establishes, one thing is on. It is on a sure foundation. And many times uh, throughout our lives we make decisions that causes our, our, our life to waver. We begin to get into I think it might work. We go from I believe it's going to work, uh, I know it's going to work, to I think it may work, I hope it works. It should work. And so it, I believe that when we get into those areas, it's because we have not allowed our closet experiences to motivate us, to stabilize us, and to put us on sheer foundations. And some people have a problem when you say prayer closet. Well, my prayer closet just happens to be a closet, but that your prayer closet can be your car. It, it could be your bathroom. It doesn't have to necessarily be a closet. We say closet because we want to implement to you and uh, let you know it should be a place of privacy. It should be a place where there is not a lot of things transpiring around you. Why? Why should it be that type of place, you might ask? Well, because we don't want you to be distracted. Even in in my prayer closet many days, uh, saints of God, I am distracted even by the clothing that's in my gloves. I'll be sitting there and I'll be praying. And this is just, just, just the cleverness of the enemy that we fight. I'll be sitting there praying or I'll be sitting there pondering and I'll be sitting there meditating. And then I'll look over and I'll see a pair of shoes and I'll be like, boy, that's some bad shoes. And I have to shake myself. <laughs> I have to shake myself and bring myself back to center mass, bring myself back to this place where I'm focused, I'm focused and I'm keyed in. On what the real um, situation should be at that moment. Um, sometimes I, I used to have a telephone uh, in my closet. Uh, I had a phone. I had a little table sitting by side my chair, and I had a I had a telephone there. And I would go in there and and uh, I'd be ramming on the phone. And the Holy Spirit convicted me about that. He said, "This ground in here, this area in here, is not your playroom. This is your prayer room. This is your uh war room, war room. You come in here, you come back the enemy. So you can't bring these tools that work against that establishment in this room. This room has to be sacred because when you come in this room, you want to come in here and you want to meet up with power and authority. And I had, I don't know about you, but I had to agree with the God that I served. That when I go into the war room, because think about it, Frank, uh And today we don't have any, uh, we don't have any set agenda. Uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, go to the phone lines even early today because if there's any um, interaction on the phone line, I don't want to miss it. If there's any prayer requests, I don't want to miss it. So if you have prayer requests, we're going to address those today uh, in the name of Jesus. And we're not, let's, let's put this disclaimer out. We're not saying that we have power in ourselves. We're saying we believe God to be a prayer answering God. And we believe that as ambassadors of God, that we have the authority given to us by God to utilize the name of Jesus and the blood, the shared blood of Jesus as a source of power. And with our faith, we believe that we activate movement in God and that you will see results in your prayer. That's what we believe. Okay, so going back to the the closet situation, um, I had had been uh, not avoiding the closet, but I had been distracted and had not been going in. And uh, I got my hands on some reading material, and uh, uh, should I say the reading material got a hand on me. And I, I was reading this book talking about the presence of God, and I was convicted in that book. I was convicted because a lot of the things that I had started off doing as a babe in Christ, as a young woman in Christ, I had gotten away from. But let me say this to you, those things worked. They were awesome things. Going into the prayer closet, I used to meet with God every morning. Matter of fact, the Holy Spirit used to wake me up every morning at five a.m. And it had gotten so good with God. And I I guess I got uh, beside myself with God, I should say. He would come and the Holy Spirit would wake me up at five o'clock and I would look at the clock and I would say, oh Lord, I'm so sleepy this morning. Can I get five more minutes of sleep? And lo and behold, he allowed me to sleep five more minutes, and five after five, he woke me up at And God became so faithful and so true and so real in my life, I took, I took, I, shouldn't, I help me with a word. I took advantage of a good thing, and I neglected that relationship. And I want to bring it, I want to bring it where you really understand. Let me take my, my time and explain this to you today. Um, I took advantage and and you would say, how so? I'll share this with you. Let's say you have a husband. Let's say you have a very good, let's say spouse. Let's don't pick on men. Let's say you have a spouse. and let's say you have a very good spouse. And when I say very good spouse, you have a God-fearing spouse. You have a spouse that pays attention to your needs and your wants. You have a spouse that um, gives you the attention. uh, Don't give you a lot of attitude uh, is a team player works together with you to bring things to, a, to a, um, a good end, takes care of the children if you have any. Um, if, if if money gets short, they don't complain. They don't bicker. They just kind of make do with what they do have. They take a can of soup, and they'll stretch that can of soup with a neck bone or something and, and make it wonderful for the household. You don't feel the stress of the world when you come home. You know how sometimes we be on those jobs and People be pressuring us, and then we come home and we get pressured all over again. Well, I'm talking about that stuff that don't do that. And let's say, friends, you get back on your feet after um, after the situation in your life changes, and you start to uh, neglect to pay attention to that person, you stop um, uh, feeling the need to meet their uh, uh, you stop uh, meeting their needs, and you're able to. And sometimes we're even aware of what needs to happen. And I, I, I'm guilty. And and, and I said, I don't feel like getting up, fixing no breakfast. And I know this man hungry. And I know this man has worked in the yard. He, he's working in the garage right as we speak. Right now, he's out there trying to get our lawnmower running so he can cut the grass. And I don't know uh, what the temperature is here, but it's usually 90 degrees this time of day. So I don't even know what it is. You know why? I'm sitting my, myself up in the house in the air conditioner. And he's out there working 81 degrees here now. I just checked the weather. So he's out there working and I'm in, in here sitting on my desk. And so, um uh what what we I, but I did but, but let me let me help you out. I, I've been in my closet recently, so I am sensitive right now, but there are days. There are days, I'll be transparent for you. There are days when I don't even like myself because of how I act. Because I know that my attitude and my behavior does not reflect my God. And that is a that is a bar for us. That is, a, that is a measuring stick for us. When we look at ourselves and we don't see the behavior of Christ, the attitude of Christ, uh, new flash, it's time to change some things. It's time to make some changes. It's time to go into that closet. And if you've been in there for five minutes, I suggest you stay in that fifteen because apparently something has gone wrong. Something is irregular in your life. I'm drinking a cup of coffee with you guys this morning. So when I take them pauses, I'm drink, sipping on my coffee. Because I want to, I wanted to be relaxed today. I wanted to have a one-on-one with you, my listeners, on today. I wanted to be um, your sister on today. Your mother if you're a young person. Your granddaughter if you're an older person. I wanted you to feel me today as your sister in the Lord. I don't want to be your radio uh, personality. No, I don't. I do not want to be your radio personality. I want to be your sister in Christ. I want to be a team player. I want to be a part of the body of Christ that comes alongside of you and see a need and through God need it. That's who I want to be. That's who I desire to be in the body of Christ. I don't want to be the taker. And this went from prayer to taker. But listen, I don't want to be the taker in, in the body of Christ. You know what I think? There are some takers in here. There are some takers that are among us. And all they do in the body of Christ is take. And and anytime we find ourselves in these positions, And in these types of situations, okay, in these types of situations, it's because we have not visited the closet. We have not been in there. We have not been in God's face. Because you know what God's face is? God's face is a mirror. It is a mirror. And what that mirror does, it shows us what we truly look like. Sometimes that's an ugly sight, sometimes that's a scary sight. And I have a grandson who speaks a lot of times, he says, Granny, that's, that's creepy. <laughs> that's creepy, Granny. So sometimes when we look in the mirror of saints of God, what we see is kind of creepy because what we see is an unchanged man or woman who, who, who God revealed needed changes but did not go about to establish those changes in their lives. You know why? Because it's a lot of work changing. It's a lot of work when we Uh, look in the mirror and we see ugliness and we want to beautify it, it's costly. And a lot of times we simply just don't want to pay the cost, but we want to be the boss. And if we're going to be the boss, there's a cost that comes along with it. And so I'm going from one thing to the other and just float with me because I didn't have an agenda when I sat in my chair today. I knew that we were going to talk about prayer, but I didn't really know which direction we were going to travel in. You know why? Because I trust God and I know he knows what's needed. And the day I get to the point where I don't trust him and I don't allow him to show me what's needed, that is the day. That is the day that I'm going to lose ground. That is the day that my ministry will take a turn for the worse. And you know, since I said that, that, that brought a thought to my mind, some ministries, some people of God are kind of like on life support. They need, they need mouth to mouth. And it it shouldn't be. It should not be because if we're in ministry, we should know that we know that we know. We need God to be in charge. If God is not in charge of your situation, we're like that movie that says, Dead Man Walking. We're walking around alive in the natural world, but very, very dead in in the realm of the spirit. So when we want to truly be living sacrifices, holy sacrifices, acceptable sacrifices unto God, not unto man, man will accept us. All you have to have is a few dollars in this world, and they will accept you for your money. But I don't want to be accepted for my money. I want to be accepted because I have allowed the Holy Spirit of God to clean me up, to pick me up, to clean me up to put me on a solid foundation, and to give me uh, an assignment to go after. And how do we get these assignments? It is through prayer. It is not going to God, begging God for some more. And you know what, Saint, I'm not going to pick on you. I'm going to pick on me. Begging God for some more and have not really been obedient and a good steward over what he's already given. I, I am guilty. What? You don't even have to take me to court. I am a guilty person when it comes down to the stewardship of the things that God gives me. Because the gifting that God gives are so wonderful that the first thing we do is want the Lord Instead of trying to find out who God am I to share this really, really good thing with. We don't do that a lot of times. We always think about more, 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 me, me, me. More, 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 me, me, me. Anybody sing that song? I sing it all the time. Give me more I got to have. And, and sometimes through the goodness of God, he's so kind to me, he'll He'll tell me, you want more. Yes, sir, Could I get just a little more? What did you do with the last more I gave you? Well, I used it. And I did this and I did this and I did this. well, who did you give some of that to, Lorraine? Well, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give some of this second one to somebody. But that's not what that's not what God is all about. God is all about releasing to us and that we become a reservoir. We become a reservoir. We become a place where he can flow through, not just flow into. Let me say it again. That he can flow through not just that he flowed into. And so what we do, we're reaching out and we're asking. But he's saying, What are you doing with what I'm giving you? He's giving us eternal life. One of the biggest gifts he's ever given me. Eternal life. And you say, Well, what you supposed to do with that? How you supposed to how you supposed to share that? Grab that. Because in the highways and the byways. I ain't supposed to go in my closet first of all before I leave the house. A lot of times we try to leave the house and then give God a few seconds. Immature, immature saints. Immature saints, say I'll, I'll say it boldly. We are immature saints when we run when we run out of the house. Come on, we done ran out of time. And we give God down the street, down the road, blowing it, blowing at the neighbor, waving at the neighbor's time. Does that seem like secure time to you? Does that seem like a stable time? Does that seem like valuable time? Does it seem like respectable time? Does it seem like time that operates out of love? Or does that seem like this all I got? Huh, take that. You don't like that? Go somewhere else. Time. Oh, my God. And when we really need God, say, Corona, I need God. Say, heart attack, I need God. All right, baby, I'll talk to you
2: soon.
3: (laughs) Oh, devil, you just got your butt kicked. My God is faithful, and my God is powerful,
4: and my God
3: is in charge. You can't fire him, and he'll never retire. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. My God is
2: good. My God is good and you stay It is Saturday's, Saturday's Buffet, Saturday with Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown. Brown Right now on
0: TPV Radio
3: Alright Welcome back, welcome back to Saturday's Buffet with Lorraine Brown I am your humbled host I am one who believes that our subject matter today is of the utmost importance. I believe that prayer uh, is the key, the avenue, the change agent that makes things happen in our life on a daily basis. I don't believe that we should pray once a month, once a week, but I believe that we should be in an attitude and a frame of mind where all day long uh, we're in an attitude of prayer. And some people think that that's a hard thing to do. It's really not a hard thing to do. Um, when we walk around spirit conscious when we walk around knowing that that the devil like a roaring lion seeks to devour us uh, we should walk around armed and dangerous with prayer we should walk around always um, uh, ready to defend ourselves in the realm of the spirit because things in the spirit happen so quickly Um, example I remember I was traveling uh, I was living in Michigan then and I was traveling home from Flint I had just left church it was a Sunday my pastor was in his vehicle behind mine and there was a car I don't know what that driver in that car did he did something and I immediately kicked into road rage <laughs> immediately kicked into road rage and I mean I was being aggressive on the expressway, and I don't know if I had children in the car or not. I probably did. And my pastor called me. He said, what is going on with you? And he brought me back to, to um, reality. But think about it, saints. We read the paper. We listen to the news. And we see where people do what we call crazy stuff all the time. And we become critical of them. We, be, we begin to... Um, uh, have, our, have our opinion about what they did. Oh man, that's crazy. I never would have did that. Don't say that. Please don't say that. Please stop saying that. You know why? Because without God's help, we're what we're reading about. We're what we're seeing in our neighborhood. Uh, I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he was talking about this new uh, craze that they got going on. Uh, girls that are expecting uh, on Facebook with their bellies out taking belly pictures. And when I was having my children, uh a pregnant belly, especially outside of marriage, was an embarrassment. But now, uh pregnant belly now is I guess considered to be pretty. So they putting them on they put them on Facebook, they putting jewelry on them and all kind of crazy stuff. But um I said, um I said, uh I said I, I told my friend, I say, I'm glad that when I was coming through um, coming through as a young mother that I didn't have that option. That that wasn't what was going on. I said I still may not have taken them up on it uh, because my mom (laughs) she was on some other stuff and uh, some things we just didn't do and I would have probably been afraid to put my belly anywhere and she found out about it, so I, I didn't do um, I didn't do a lot of that stuff. But there were some things that, even though my mother was on some other stuff, I still attempted to do. But uh, I'm glad that, that that wasn't an option. And so um, we um, we we have to be aware that there's a real uh, enemy that after us and to get us off to get us in a place where um where we will, will walk away from the things of god but we would have to really be careful with the decisions that we make because going forward think about this there was a young girl that put some really distasteful <clears throat> i call a young girl because she's a lot like younger than me she, she's 40 years old but there's this young woman put some distasteful. Um, information on, on Facebook and Instagram. And immediately after I read it, I, I thought to myself, wow, what's she going to do with this information that she has released into the world when she gets 50 or 60 or whatever her her, her change is? Because she could change next week and still be formed. But there's, there's an area in our lives, if we keep living and we don't pass away, where we look back over some of the decisions that we made, and we'd be like, oh, my God, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why did I wear that? And and so I was thinking that's the first thought I had when I saw her information. What is she going to feel about herself the day her eyes become open of how that was really a really bad idea? And so going back to the, the pictures uh, on Facebook, right now, twenty twenty, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old, however old a young woman is that want to release her belly to the world Uh, right now that seems like a really cute idea and a lot of people are on Facebook pushing like and share and all that's so pretty that's so beautiful Uh, there's gonna gonna be a place where you're gonna realize that um, the life of your child is a beautiful thing the way that child got into the world not so much and what are you gonna do when you look back in your life and you say That was not a great idea, but it's been released now. You can't take it back. Those are food for thought. These are things. These are things. Going back to the subject matter. Let's go back in the closet. Let's go revisit the closet. Going back into the closet life. These are the types of things that when we go in the closet and we begin to speak with God about our decisions to do certain things, and he begins to shed light. And see, what does this light do? This light shows you not only what you are dealing with right here in front of you, but this light exposes the spirit behind what you're trying to do or what I'm trying to do in my life. So that way we can make a conscious decision and we make, we can make a good decision. So it, it's really up to the individual what type of life they want to live. Some people like living on edge. There was a guy I used to work with. And this uh, supervisor was trying his best to fire this guy. <laughs> he was working, this supervisor was working overtime to fire this guy. He was hiding behind different articles at the job to try to catch this guy doing things that this guy was doing. He was trying to catch him doing it so he could fire him. And this, this supervisor, he was, a matter of fact, he wasn't just a supervisor, this guy was a general supervisor. And he was not even allowing the supervisor. To, to fire this guy, he was trying to do it Because of what had been set up in his heart Against this man So he uh, told the man one day And I'm going to use first names Because it's okay, his name was Randy He told Randy one day, he said, you know what He said, you like to see the On the edge of the, of the cliff Meaning You know I'm trying to fire you And instead of you going somewhere Sitting down and keeping your job You like to do just enough so that you can say that um, I'm not doing anything. You done threw the rock. I knew you threw it. I didn't see you throw it, but I know you threw that rock, Randy. But I can't, I haven't so far been able to catch you doing it. But the day I catch you, Randy, the day I catch you throwing that rock, you're going to lose your job. So when we find people that do these types of situations, you would think to yourself, why don't he just quit? You know, why don't he stop doing that before he loses his job? Because some people like to live on the edge. Some people like to be daring. Well, I'm a, I'm a different kind of breed. I like safe living. And I found the safest life that I've ever lived was a result of what happened to me in my closet. If we fail to go to God in prayer. Saints, can I help you? You're failing. My God, my God. My God. I'm going to say that again for, for the people in the back of the room. If we fail, oh, my God, I feel that in my sanctified soul. If we fail to go to God, saints, we are failing. I don't care how much victory you think you have. I don't care how much victory people tell you you got. If you are failing, to get your plans and your submissions and your admission from God, you are failing at the end of the day. Nothing good, permanent good, purposeful good is going to come out of my fleshly decision. Nothing. And only what we do for Christ, remember this, only what we do for Christ is going to last. And what does it mean by last? It means when I stand in front of him, and I have to give an account of the life that I have chosen to live here on earth, only the things that I've done with God's stamp of approval on them. And I'm gonna, when, I, when something hit me in my spirit, I'm gonna hit you with it again. Only what God stamps with his approval is going to stand before God as a, approved. If I got it approved because my, my grandmother said that was a good thing, When it gets before God, it's filthy rags before him. So why are we perpetrating that we're doing so well when we're not? We're going through the motion in life. And God said, stop it already. Let me help you live the abundant life, the above life, the life that's going to render you good, the, the life that's going to render you well done, my good and my faithful servant. I'm going to elevate you. We're missing out on so much trying to appease our flesh. And the Bible has already told us, there is nothing, there is nothing, absolutely nothing good in our flesh. Nothing dwells good in our flesh. In our flesh, we have nothing. In God, we have everything. So there is your option.
4: You have two hands. In one hand, is everything. In the other hand, nothing. What do you
3: choose? I'm going to help you like the Bible said. The Bible said choose life. I'm going to say choose the hand with everything. How hard is that? So what do you really want? Go in your closet, I say. Find out what God has in store for you. Find out what's all in God's plan. You have a plan, God has one. Whose plan do you want? I want God's plan. My plan ain't worth a hill of beans. Every time I try to follow my plan, I end up crying. Every time I try to follow my plan, I end up broke. Every time I try to follow my plan, I end up discouraged. I end up frustrated with my plan. No matter how strategic my plans are, they always end up in the trash can. So I encourage you to follow God's plan. He has a plan. Jeremiah 29, 11 already told you that. Jeremiah 29, 11 says God has a good plan. And God's plan is going to bring you to a, a perfect end, a great end. Because his plan starts off good. Regardless of what it entails, it's always good. And it's going to bring you to a good end. It's going to bring you to a great place. So you want what you want? Or you want what God got for you? I'll take what God got for me $200. You gotta go in the closet, and you can't do a drive by on God. Drive bys should not even be uh, anything that we try to offer God. What's a drive by, right A drive by is when we just kind of go in there and say, "Hey, God, what's up, man? How you doing?" Yeah. Hey, listen here. Bless with a car today. I'm gonna go out to the car dealership. Yeah, man, I want to Cadillac, all the trims, and uh, make that uh, dealership bring that down to my price. And uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, let me know how to put that down on it. Thank you very much, y'all. You know what, God? My house note is behind, too, while I'm talking to you. Uh, can you kind of fix that up so they can give me some overtime on the job? Hey, thank you. Thank you very much. You know them kids been acting up uh, too while I'm in here talking to you, guys. I got my car already situated. Got my house note coming. But them children, them children is been bad, 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 God. Can you kind of just spank them a little bit for I appreciate that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good, too. And uh, look, my mama been asking me for $2. I ain't got no $2 to give my mama because I got to pay... My car note, I got to pay my house note, I got to do something with them kids. Uh, can you send in the neighbor or somebody to give my mama $2? I appreciate you. All right, I'll talk to you next time. I, I'm gone. Them drive-bys. Them drive-bys. We do drive-bys on God. We go in there and request everything we want from God. And we didn't even bother sometimes to say good morning. We didn't even bother to say, hey, how you doing? We didn't even bother to say, hello, God, you're good, you're wonderful. We didn't even bother to worship and praise God. And he desires faith from his children. But we've asked for everything we wanted and kept it moving. And God is saying, huh. What did you, you. You really going to do that? That's how you going to do that. That's really how you want that to happen. Okay. All right. And then when it do not happen, you know what we do? Oh, we go back. We go back now. Don't think it'll go back. Yes, yeah, we go back. Hey, I told you I wanted that car. And I, I got that email. i call on the line. I told you I did it. I told you. He told us to come boldly before the throne, but he didn't mean he, that we were able to pimp him. He's not our prostitute. Because so we got the world system mixed up with the spirit system. The spiritual system is a system of I appreciate God. I know that it is not because of anything, God, that I've done today that you woke me up, that you've clothed me in my right mind, that you've given me health and strength. It is nothing that I did. It is all your goodness and your mercy that have gotten me where I am, and I so appreciate you, God. And, Lord, I do need a car. And we can be specific with the car, but if you can't pay for that 10-speed that's in the garage, if you're already behind on your 10-speed uh, layaway uh, plan of where you're going to put that on your car, where you charge that, that bicycle on your uh, credit card, if you're already behind paying that, I, I don't really believe now. Now your your God might be bigger than mine, but I don't really believe you need to be going to God about that just yet. Especially when we haven't been a good steward over that ten seed. That's just me now. Maybe you and your God got a different relationship. But He told me we go back to that being a good steward. We have to be, be good stewards of what God blesses us with. We can't act like God don't don't have an account. We can't act like God don't know what we're doing. But we, we're talking about the benefit of going in that closet. The benefit of going in that closet is that we don't have to pray vain prayers. Like that, that prayer with that dogma that want that Cadillac, want somebody to give his mama some money, and want his house notes to be caught up. See, those are vain prayers because God blesses us. He said, I, I give you the ability to get wealth i give you the ability to live an abundant life because there are some things that we work to have. There are some things that I work to have. There are other things God just truly just blessed me with. But there has to be time spent. And if I'm not going to spend any time with my husband, how long do you think, just using your good educated mind, how long do you think I'm going to be able to claim the name Mrs. Brown? If I don't give this man nothing, if I don't give him any time, if I don't give him any respect, how long do you think I'm going to be able to claim his last name? You answer that for me. Because I I feel like it won't be very long if I'm not doing anything that I need to do to be his wife, to be labeled as his wife, to be considered as his wife. Same thing with a husband. There are some things that have to be in place. So for me to have my relationship with God, there has to be time spent. I have to know him. He already knows me. But he still wants to spend time with me. I have to know him. Let's go to that. I have to know him in a situation I believe before the situation occurs. Let me be uh clear let's say right now i'm sitting in my house and i'm looking out my window everything outside looks so calm the wind's not blowing the trees are not moving everything is just so calm but here in south carolina where i live it can look like that right now and a few seconds from now that wind can pick up them trees can start being radical the 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 pine straw that i have out there might Yard under my trees can be down the street at the neighbor's house very quickly here in South Carolina. The winds are very, um, very strong here at at times. Now, if I have had my vision straight before that wind, I could be in faith in this chair and say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray you give me peace in the midst of this storm. And perhaps I can receive instantaneous peace. But let's say, for instance, I ain't said nothing to God in months. I ain't gave God no time in months. Let's say in years in some cases. And let's say them winds pick up. Now I'm going to try to act like I know how to be. Now I'm going to try to act like I know how to be in faith. Them trees, I'm going to be so scared I'm going to be up under the closet, running in fear because I haven't exercised faith. So I suggest that when we want to get the best from God, we've got to start giving God the best that we have. The same thing when we want to claim a man's last name and every time folks look around uh, we're doing things that are disrespectful to him and we're doing things that are harmful to him that man or that woman is not gonna stay in that relationship while we act, act that kind of a fool so I suggest to each one of us that we get to know who God is that we allow God to show us who we are because there are days and times when God has shown me stuff about myself I stood back and said, "Oh my God, Lord, is that really me? Is that really how I behave?" And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just overwhelmed. And, and uh, my neighbor is here. He came over to eat breakfast, and uh, I'm saying these things about myself, and he's back there praying. Yeah, thank you, Lord, for showing her who she is, Mr. Robert Scott, Mr. Robert Scott. Yeah, but we, we appreciate. We appreciate. I appreciate God for showing me who I am because I don't always know how ugly I am on the inside. I don't always know that because we sometimes kind of mask the things that are ugly about us and we kind of ignore them. We kind of push them to the side and we put a little nice little bow on them and we decorate the house. You know, we we put them up under the chair and we put a nice pillow in the chair and everything is so pretty about that corner, but that ugliness is hid behind that pillow. So no matter how good I dress that up, if I have hatred in my heart, I don't need to hide my hatred, and I don't need to put a pillow on top of it. I need to repent of it. I need to go in the closet. I need to go in and have a conversation with God about that ugly. I don't need to allow God to clean that out of me. My uh, son uh, was at the babysitter's, and she passed away now. Her name is Sam Lagarde, And Sam LaGarra was, was a Christian woman, and she lived a Christian life. And it was an honor to have her as my babysitter, because she wasn't just a babysitter; she was somebody that did impartation. And I remember my son being at her house, and they were young, and um, the baby boy came inside to tell the middle age, just the middle son, Huey, said, "Man, this ugly girl out here wants you." And Miss Lagarde, that was one of those things she, that was a pet peeve of hers, and she said. Who are you calling ugly? He said, oh, no, uh, he called her Aunt Thelma. Oh, no, Aunt Thelma, I ain't talking about nobody. I'm talking about an ugly boy, me. And that made me think about it. Sometimes we need to quit calling other people ugly, and we need to look in the mirror and find out why the situation is so unattractive. It's not the other person. It's the so ugly girl, me. It's the things that I bring to the table, because if I bring God to the table, no matter how ugly a situation is, Beauty came to the table, and I can influence through God, through the beauty of God that he has placed in me. I can influence that whole situation to go a whole different way. But what happens a lot of times is we come to the table unclean ourselves. And when the situation gets all messy, we mad at everybody else, but we ought to look in the mirror and see that I brought up and to the table myself. And with having said that, Pastor Chris, I think that would be a good place to put us on.
0: Past the crew it's Saturday's Saturday Buffet Saturday with Buffet. Sister Lorianne Brown. Brown right, right now, now on TPV Radio, radio. Locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. It is Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio.
3: Amen. This is the reason why we give God praise. Amen. That's why I learned to love him, because of how he has moved in my life. He has moved things out of my way that have caused me detriment. Things, decisions that I made uh, ignorantly, God has been so faithful in my life to um, uh, help me out of some very trying situations. And we're going to go back to prayer, but I wanted to just encourage you on today. Um, I had a situation going on in my life at, at one time. And I didn't see the end. I'll just, I'll just be honest with you. I didn't see an end. I didn't see a way out. I didn't see uh, how God could even deliver me from that situation. Um, I had uh, basically uh, submitted my will to the fact that this was it. <laughs> you know, uh, there was no uh, exit stage right Um this was going to be the detriment of me. Oh, yet yeah, it is. But God, but God, but God opened up a red sea for me. And God opened up a door that was not established as a door for me, for me, for me, for me. And he'll do the same things for you when you find yourself in situations that you don't have a clue about how to get out of. I encourage you today to trust God. And I encourage you to trust him before the situation occurs. It is harder. I didn't say impossible. But it is much more difficult to try and gather up enough faith to believe in God. When the storm is blowing the roof off of your house. than if you've already had that faith in God before even the rain came. Even when the clouds formed. I've already got faith in God. And so when the rains come and the storms come and the floods come, uh, I have something, I have a reservoir to draw from. But when we're sitting there parched and we're dry and we're drying up and we're dying and we're dead spiritually on the inside and then that storm rises up, where are you going to draw from? How are you going to prime the pump? For those that are the southern. You have to put a little something in to pry the pump, to get that pump, to pump down deeper, uh, to build up that pressure, to get you some fresh water. You've got to have something to prime the pump. Where you going to get that from when the storm comes? So I'm I'm just encouraging us, you, me, to have ourselves already um, oiled up, already primed up, already prayed up already waiting on God to answer, already believing that God can. Like the Hebrew boys. When the King said, I'm going to take your life if you don't buy. And the, and the Hebrew boy said, you know what, King? <laughs> we don't want our head. We want our head to stay on. We, we don't want you to throw us in this thyroid furnace, but uh, hey, <laughs> we have a we have a charge to keep and a God to glorify. And he may not deliver us, King. He, he just may decide to so let us come on to glory, King. Hey. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stay right here. Thank you for the offer of bowing to you and living physically, but I'll take spiritual. I'll take the one that can take my body and my soul. You just can do something with this body. You can't touch my soul. But I'll take my chances with the one that can that can deal with my body and my soul. And we have got to get to a place in this coronavirus environment that we live in that we put our trust in the one that has the button. That's what I used to call it. He has the control in his hand. And how do you play around with the man that's got the control? How do you keep on uh, trying to aggravate the joker with the controller? If I'm if I'm standing up here and I have my weapon drawn out of my holster and it is fully uh, loaded and there's one in the chamber and my finger's on the trigger. Now, your piece is in the car. Now, how do you mess with the guy with the finger on the trigger? I think it'd be wise if you kind of uh, humble yourself and go on, uh, on where you're going to go. Instead of standing there in front of the joker with the trigger, with his hand on the trigger, and you standing there talking jump. So I, I'm, I'm trying to get us to see, and uh, Pastor Chris, uh, Sister Roberta is ready. Uh, I'm trying to show you that it is unwise, it is unwise to play around with an almighty, all-knowing, all-seeing God thinking in your little mind that you can outsmart him. So let me suggest this to you, and we're going to get get Sister Roberta to chime in on this. Uh, Go into your closet. Do yourself a favor. You're going to do the world a favor, too, but let's start with you. Do yourself a favor. Go into your closet, and if you have to, shut your door. Go in there and deal with the ugliness inside first before you come out trying to deal with the ugliness in the world. Because I guarantee you if you go in there and you have intimate time with God, he's going to reveal the ugly that starts inside of me. And when he showed me my ugly, I denied it. I'm going I'm to help you out. I'm, I'm going to give you a heads up. When God shows you how ugly we are on the inside, our first attitude is, that ain't none of me. That's how I was acting. I throw my Bible on the table. Now, who I thought I was that day, I don't know. Now, I tremble at this mess I did. I throw my Bible on the table, and I told God, that ain't none of me. You know something? God didn't change words with me. God didn't say, oh, baby, come on, come on, baby, sit down, chugger. Like we do. Now, come here, come here, baby. Let me help you. Let me help. No, he, No, you know what? God didn't say nothing. <laughs> God didn't mama a word after he told me how ugly I was. He didn't say another word. But you know something? God's silence was more powerful than sometimes God's words. Because what I realized in God's silence is that wait a minute, God, I need you to speak to me. I need you to talk to me. I don't like the silence between you and I. I got to have your input in my life on a daily basis, on a blow-by-blow moment. So I had to come to myself, and I had to repent to God, And I had to realize God ain't ain't my boyfriend. He ain't playing around with me. God is God, and he's almighty God. And thank God he's merciful, because that's what sustained my life that night. It was his mercy and his grace that kept me when I threw that Bible on that table, getting all hooked with God. I wouldn't suggest that. That's just like those shows they used to have on TV when I was a kid. they say, we don't suggest kids do this. I don't suggest you do it, Frank. I got away. I got by with it. Thank you, Jesus. I shut up sometimes to think about my disrespect. And I repent even anew again today, God, for being ignorant and stupid enough to think I could combat my God. It's not that type of party. It is time for the church to go into the closet and shut the door and don't come out until we got something from God to show for it. It's time for the church to quit looking like the devil. It's time for the church to quit speaking like the devil. It's time for the church to quit acting like the devil and to go into the closet, shut the door, talk to God, but be quiet and let God talk back to you so that we can come out. And as old folks used to say, we can favor somebody. We can look like the God that we uh, made in his image of. And quit looking like who we courting. Quit looking like the devil. Quit acting like the devil. Quit opening up our mouth and speaking like the devil. It's time now. It's time for us to carry the message of Jesus Christ. It's time for us to use the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. we got to go in the closet. We are not going to be able to avoid the closet and look like God. The only way I'm going to look like God, i got to spend some time with God. I have been spending time with my friends, and I act like my friends. I have been spending time with my husband, and I start to act like him. That's why when you get older, it's say, like, boy, y'all, y'all y'all, starting to favor. That's because we're coming, becoming a one spirit. Because I'm spending our time to take on him, he take on me, and we take on each other, not reacting like each other. It's time, saints. For us to come out with power and authority, when we speak those things which be not as though they were, when we come out, saints, with a sweet word instead of a cuss word, it's time, saints, when we quit gambling with our lives and we keep gambling with our with our time and we start giving God what's due him because he's done everything for us. And it's time now that we reciprocate those blessings and start to do something for God. Something like live an uncompromised life. Well, when they bury us, our grandkids won't get up there and say, I remember when Granny used to put her teeth in the dog and start cussing. It's time out for that. Where is the legacy that speaks of the God that I'm supposed to be serving on a day to day basis? Where is the legacy that my family can say, hey, I know in whom she put a truck? It don't bother me that my sister passed away or my aunt passed away. I'm going to miss her. But I know that I know that I know because of how she lived that God lived inside of her. Where are the testimonies? Where are the people that see God in us? We it the last time you looked in the mirror and even saw God himself? Go into your closet space. Quit avoiding the closet. Go in and shut the door. Shut out the walls. Shut up this noise that the world is making about coronavirus, corona this, corona that, election this, election that. Go in the closet so you'll know how to vote. Go in the closet so you'll get some medicine for corona. Corona can can have to have permission to touch you, and you won't know that unless you go in the closet and talk to the maker and the finisher of your face. I said, Roberta. I said, Roberta. Sister, Roberta, how you doing today, baby?
4: I'm blessed and
3: highly favored. Amen. man, go ahead, uh, Roberta. We're, t- we're talking about your baby today. We're talking about prayer. I'm just fired up because I, I'm realizing on a, on a day to day basis, my sister, just how good my God is, and I, I'm just so full today. I'm just so full today. Every mountain, every trial that I've ever had in my life, God has brought me through. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you these. Um, uh, we're going to go to break at one thirty, but at 17 after. Go ahead, Roberta, and share with the with the radio audience what's in your heart on today about
4: prayer. And
3: one of the things, <clears throat> you know, we talking.
4: But if you, like you said, go in your closet. Don't do no talking. Just start listening. And start listening and see what God has to say to you. Because he said <laughs> what he said. What he say to you, a spirit in life. In other words, the thing that he tell you, that's what's going to bring the spirit, the, the life of whatever's going on in, in your life, in your world, your children's life, whatever. Listen to what he says. And don't you, you Amen. Say what you say is what he says. And once he speaks, just start writing, writing it down, write down, you know. And you say, well, it ain't come to pass yet, but just wait. Be patient. Because he said the words I say to you, they're spirit and they're alive. They're alive. Because he can't say anything bad because he's a living God. So everything he says, he speaks life. He speaks life. And that's where he wants us to the place where God, everything around me seems like it's dying It's just going haywire and everything, but I need you mm-hmm. to speak to me. And when he speaks, he brings peace. Even if he tells you something's going to happen to you bad, there's a peace that comes with it. Whatever he says, wow. he brings peace. He said, my peace I give unto you. I'm giving you my peace. It's not like the world. See, the world peace is when everything's going fine. But God peace is what he says no matter what's going on around you. And he want to give you that kind of peace, that kind of peace, that you can become in the midst of a storm, the type of peace that he had when he was in the boat. And, mm-hmm. and he was in there sleeping. And, and, and Peter said, Lord, you don't care that we perish. Now listen at that. He said that we perish. <laughs> but if the boat go down, wouldn't Jesus go down with him? So he on the yeah. too. So Peter was still suffering. <laughs> Lord, you don't care that we perish? Well, what about me, Peter? know, <laughs> <laughs> You're not you're not you you you're not thinking, you're only thinking about yourself. And I think so often that's what we do. We want to be rescued. Mhm. And when he found out mm. in the in in the rest in being rescued, he saw his authority, his power. That he just walked out and said he, he said, he said, "He said, he's in the wind." So in the midst of our mm. storm, in the midst of things, we get to find out who God really is. Uh mm-hmm. huh. That's where we get to know Him. Mm-hmm. In the power of His uh, power, fellowship of His, son, the power of His resurrection. So whatever, mm. whatever He what is going to bring life. That's what resurrection Resurrection brought back from the day. It's going to be raised up. So it's not so much what we do, It's how God takes us through it. Uh, how he uh, takes uh, us through it. And once we realize that it's, it, at the end of the day it's all about the peace of God and you only can get the peace of God is with God. Uh, so in, it's, We're no different than the children they hit the same that, that is same so awesome,
3: uh, Roberta. Uh, you've been on here two seconds, and already you've shown us how selfish, and selfish we really are. Some, sometimes I don't know about you. You, you really have, you really have Jesus light shining in your life. I mean, just a few seconds. I let you open your mouth a few seconds. You already then showed us just how selfish we are, sis. When you say Peter, say like, you, you gonna let us down? What's going on? That is so. That is so That is such a reality check. I just love it. I just love it when God shows us ourselves. Go ahead, sis. Um, We're going to take that. uh, uh, Trust me, radio audience. We allow her to stab us, but we're going to make her take that knife out of our hearts and sew us up in a few minutes. So don't leave us bleeding, Roberta. Go ahead, boo. I'm not kidding. I mean, it's just like something becomes transparent uh, when you speak. Uh, God has given you that ability. a lot of times, the only way we can get help, Bert, is that we have to see ourselves. And when you said that about Peter, I'm, I'm going to let the radio uh, audience, the ones that have called in, uh, if they have prayer requests, we're going to take those. But if they want to speak on that, they're welcome to speak on that. But I'm going to let them share. I don't know about them, but every time I hear stuff like that, God revelates that to me, and he makes it clear of how selfish and self-centered that I am. As a woman, as a, as, as a woman that called myself a woman of God, I can be so selfish, and I thank God for the light of his word that, that, that lights up my path and, and becomes a lamp for my feet, because then I don't have to remain like I like I started off. I don't have to stay that Peter in the boat. Hey, man, come on, Lord, wake up. You're going me. I don't have to remain <laughs> that person. I can be the one that says, you know what, Lord, whatever you, know you
2: what?
3: do, whatever you do, I'm with you, you know. Yeah, but go ahead, Roberta. You got you got about six more minutes, so we we don't need a song to minister to our spirit, uh, to get us healing here. Go ahead, Roberta.
4: But yes, in in that in that situation, not just God showed showed uh, Peter, you know what they were, but but he showed him who he was.
3: Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah.
4: He showed him who he was. So it's it's in it's in our trouble that we find out who God is, because we have to come to Him.
5: Mm. And
4: in coming to Him, that's the beauty of it. You know, David said, "If I hadn't been afflicted, I wouldn't have known." Uh mm-hmm. huh. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known affliction that I get to know who He is. It's it's in my affliction that I really get to know who Jesus is. It becomes intimate because when Amen. you say Jesus. He just walked out and, and and he found out that, hey, look, all I have to do is speak the word. Uh, now the word the word was the word was, was on the ball sleep.
3: But when the uh-huh. word got up
4: and, not the word is inside of us.
3: Yes. Yeah.
4: When we begin to speak the word. Speak peace our situation. Speak speak what we need. What we're at, not not the problem that we're going through. What I think, what what believers, what we need to get to the place that because we want to be spoiling, and we want everything, you know, well with us at all times. But it's not going to be that way. But we do know that right? That Jesus said, "I'll never leave or forsake you." So not only was he in, the, he was in the boat with Peter. He was in the boat. He was in the storm with him. So he wasn't alone in it. So no matter what we go through, he's in it with us. So we're looking to him. If we stay focused, and one of the reasons I said, if we we be focused on what God is saying to us, we know we're not going to perish. We know we're going to try. Because he said, Paul Paul said, I always causes you to triumph. So yes. No matter what's going on in your life You have a victory You're going to win Even in death you win Not Because the scripture said When it says oh grave Where's your victory <laughs> There's no mm-hmm. victory In the grave for the believer Because the, per- the, the grave Don't hold the believer The believer's Thank in God. the presence of God mm-hmm. He's in the presence of God so what I believe God wants us to take our eyes off of whatever is going on and just look at Him, like my friend, Stay focused. Stay
3: focused. Jeremiah was wicked about two years old ago. when He told us that,
4: wasn't? He? <laughs> yes, yes. Stay focused. Keep your
3: stay eyes focused. on
4: me. You know. That's fresh, good talk, fresh,
3: right
4: there, Roberta. Yes. Press toward the mark of the high calling. We're gonna have trials and tribulations. We're gonna have things that are that are coming. You think this call, this this situation caught God by surprise? Uh-uh. <laughs> but, what, but what bothers Him is when it disturbs our peace, because He said, "I give mm. you peace. I've given mm. you peace that passes up." But when we allow our our peace to be disturbed. Mm.
3: But he, he right. was,
4: of, the, of these things was going to come. You know, I often think about how he told Abraham, he put Abraham to sleep and showed Abraham all the trials and the tribulation that his people were going to go and bondage under slavery for 400 years. He told him that. So he, he but but in, he said, but I'm I, I'm going to deliver them, but I'm also going to get those that put him on the bondage.
5: Oh.
4: So he left things straight. When we get in that word, and we find, "Hey God, you ain't nothing catching you by surprise." Mm. So if you, mm-hmm. he, that's why he's all these things. All, what things? Anything you're going through, you're more than a conqueror. Mm. You're more than a conqueror. So when the
3: doctor give us a bad report,
4: we're more than a conqueror. And
3: when our marriages because are going said,
4: haywire, with His stripes I am. You are healed. When you're married going, <laughs> Hey, why you more than a country. Mm.
3: Well what what about them situations that I can't even talk about, Roberta? I mean I mean come on now. This this thing is really heavy on me and I don't see a way out. There's no door, there's no window, there's no not even a crack in the in the foundation. What are you saying to me?
4: I'm saying stand still and see the salvation of when the Lord. Glory ready, to God. When they they had to see in front of them, in the in the army behind them, and there was nowhere to go. You talk, my bitch. Was that a situation? You see, death.
3: Oh, Houston, Houston, we got a situation. Come on, girl.
4: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Lord, yes, Bert, that was a situation. Tell him to do what he says. Stand still and Ooh. see the salvation of the Lord. Now, you shut your mouth and let Pastor
3: Chris play a song right there, Roberta. Now, don't go That's <laughs> all gone, that's something else there. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. My God, this thing, that thing got big right there inside of me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that is so big right there. Right there. Right there we can put a pen. We can say amen. And we, oh, my God, that's big, sis. That's big. released out of your mouth. You believe that word. That's what's resonating in my spirit. What you just said, you believe, and it has hit my spirit as a word released from God through your mouth. Hallelujah, Pastor Chris, play the people a song because she just gave us. Messages. You never heard Christian radio quite
0: like. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Get your fix 24 seven on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network.
2: Bible day She had been sick Sick so very long But she heard My Jesus Was passing by So she joined The gathering throng. And while She was pushing her way through Someone Asked her What are you trying to do She said if I Just touch the hem of his garment. I know I'll be made whole. She cried. Touch me.
0: You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station and the land. In the in The Psalmist voice radio network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go!
3: All right. If I can but touch the hem of this garment, I know I'll be made whole. We're going to um, switch gears right now. We're going to go uh, uh, to Pastor Chris. Any announcements that he has We're going to give him a chance to give his input Into our prayer conversation um, uh, Also we're going to go to our phone line And when we come to the phone line And he's going to call the last Four digits of your number If you don't have anything to say Just simply say I'm just listening And we're fine with that But um, he, we're going to give you a chance To give you a prayer request And also any comments that you have um, and we thank you for that. But at this time, we're going to go to Pastor Chris.
1: God bless you, ladies. Saturday prophet is full. The table is ready, and prayer can definitely change circumstances. And again, uh, Sister Roberta is was on time. See, that's the thing with <laughs> God. We 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 might think that we might be late. Into something but when God Has a word to drop It's always at the Right strategic time that he Drops it we may, we may have Wanted God's word to come at 12 o'clock time, <laughs> But God said no I'm going to come at thirty My time mm-hmm. so the word Can mm-hmm. be dropped in your spirit See God is strategic mm-hmm. in what He does and when it comes mm-hmm. To prayer We have to understand, you don't have to be a prayer scholar to make your prayers go through. Let let me say that Mm -hmm. again, because we we have a lot of people that are so caught up in the the Shonda and the Honda and going to the fifth, sixth, seventh dimension, but they don't understand that it doesn't take all that to get God's attention. So Mm -hmm. we can start from ground zero. If you don't know how to pray at all, it's just having a conversation, just like we're having Mm -hmm. a conversation right now with you. As you build your relationship with God, your prayer will build. He will give you the words. Let me say that again. He will give you the words to pray. (laughs) See, we are taught to pray for stuff. And this is the Mm -hmm. moment that Mm -hmm. we're in. We were taught to pray for stuff, for cars, for houses, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: for money, lands and hills, all this nonsense. And look where it's got us, ladies. We're in in a state of emergency as a believer because we don't know Mm -hmm. how to pray because we're too busy asking God for a a cash advance in heaven. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to get in trouble with that one. But, like I said... We, we are so busy asking for handouts. Uh-oh. I See, I'm getting in trouble again. We're too busy asking mm-hmm. for handouts that we're not asking mm-hmm. God for power in this season. God wants mm-hmm. our power. He wants mm-hmm. our relationship. He wants us mm-hmm. back yes. to his own. Look at what yes. is going on right now. The weather's out of whack. We got two hurricanes <laughs> in the same place. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, wake up. God is coming. I don't know about you. I may not be perfect, Sister Lorraine and Sister Roberta. I may not have it all together, but I do know one thing. Every day I wake up, whatever I lack, I ask God to fill it. If I'm too dumb in the spirit, I ask God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and to quicken me. In this season, I am done with all the religious nonsense because it hasn't worked. Because if it worked, sisters, we would be in a better situation right now with this COVID stuff, with the world going yep. crazy, all this yeah. nonsense. We were not yeah. equipped for it. And again, we still praying for stuff so God can give us blessing. No, i rather get blessed in spiritual things in this season So I can move mountains In this season What are you talking about You talking that church stuff Pastor? Okay let me, let, I'm glad, let me break it down for you So you can understand exactly where I'm coming from I'm talking about your marriage Your kids I'm talking about your, your, your bank account Going on E I'm talking about uh, unemployment drying up I'm talking about your job laying you off For no apparent reason These are the things that are happening But guess Mm what? God's people is being protected in this season because God is Mm opening up doors. God's people in this season And when we get blessed like that It is our job To spread the goodness of Jesus Christ People ask, well why are you still Getting blessed? I'm laid off I don't get my my unemployment But I just trust God I'm not going to get caught up In the nonsense I'm not going to get caught up in panicking And worrying where my next meal is going to come from I'm going to be cool Calm and collective. Oh, that's easy for you to say because you have a title. No, my name is Chris. That's who I am. That's what God's given me. He's given me a pastor to <laughs> preach, but that's not who I am. I'm the man. My name is Christopher Newton, and I have power within my own breath to ask God for it. We're too busy asking God for our our, our, our Bentleys and our in our mansions on a hill. I'm, for right now, none of that stuff is gonna matter. I'd rather be the most powerful force in this world right now through the words that God utters than for me to ask God for stuff that's only gonna last. And then when a hurricane comes, you pray for God to give me a mansion and a hurricane comes and blows that mansion right on down. And then what you gonna say? You gonna blame God because it's his fault? Oh, he gave me a blessing and now he took it away? See, that's the problem. But anyway, I didn't come to uh, take over the show. I just wanna give my little two bits No, we don't have any announcements, but family, I want to encourage you to download Live 365 on all your mobile devices on Apple and Android. It's free. All you have to do is download Live 365, then click the uh, button. It'll ask you for a subscription. You don't have to take it. Bypass it by hitting the X button on your screen. Type in the Samus Voice Radio Network. And you're in there, hit the heart button, and you can take us everywhere with you, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you miss our live shows, don't worry. If you got Live 365, you can hear it again the same time next week. Just saying. So if you if you miss the live show and you're on the road going to uh, Pookie and M's house, just listen to <laughs> Live 365 and go to the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you can hear... This show next Saturday at twelve at at twelve noon at Central Standard Time on the Salmas Voice Radio Network twenty four seven live three six five. So that's my two cents, ladies. So I'm gonna give it back to you. God bless you.
3: All right. Thank you, Pastor Chris. I'm glad we allowed you to explode. You see, that's why you mm-hmm. keep the pit bulls and doberman pitches on the leash and keep keep them in the backyard so they won't bite nobody. <laughs> But anyway, we do have a prayer list that I have in front of me uh, that I'm going to read the names. Uh, Sister Roberta, I'm going to ask you to pray. Uh, Also, we're going to go to the phone line to see if anyone else has a prayer request before we pray. But uh, right now we have Joshua Jones, uh, Dale Toomer, uh, Daniel Ishmael, Avia Brown, Brenda Jones, and Lisa Pruitt on our prayer list thus far. And you don't have to uh, write down the names. God knows we're not going to be like that. But um, we're just going to pray for those names listed. Also, Pastor Chris, can you go to our phone line so we can see if there are any other prayer requests that we uh, have to pray for today, please? Uh,
1: Yes, ma'am. Okay, first caller on the line, 2193. 2193, you are live on the air with Saturday's Bespeth with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. God bless you.
4: Thank you My name is Amelia And I'd like prayer for my families Uh, Jen Rice, Omar Ami Low Johnson family, church families All over this country And more wisdom and knowledge Thank you uh, Pastor Chris, correct? Yes, Yes, ma'am Thank you so much for the the powerful words And everybody else on this phone line
3: Amen. Thank you, Sister Amelia, for, for coming on and for sharing your time with us on this Saturday. And we do honor and respect your prayer request. Uh, uh, Pastor Chris, who's next?
1: God bless you. Sixty fifteen, sixty fifteen. You are live on the air. Saturday's buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. God bless
2: you.
3: Oh, uh, my name is Lucille Priester, and for Darth Curry, we ask you for prayer. Enjoying the radio. Okay. Thank you, Miss Lucille, Miss Lucille and and her mom, Miss Dorothy. I love them to life, and I believe that they love me. They're here in South Carolina, and we've developed relationships. And I thank you, Sister Lucille and Miss Dorothy, for your uh, endless support. We love you, and we will pray for you on today. Uh, Pastor Chris.
1: Amen. God bless you. All right, final caller, 4483, 4483. You are live on the air, Saturday's Buffet, with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. God bless you.
2: What's up, Jackson? God bless you. i enjoying the show today. I uh, just got on about 15, 20 minutes ago. What I've heard been real wonderful. I want you all to pray for my left uh knee uh is hurting and I need a prayer. Uh pray for Amen. my left knee. Amen. Amen. Thank God Amen. enjoys what I've heard so far. God bless.
3: Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jackson, for coming on and uh spending this time with with, with us. You know what we value yes. uh the people that come on and listen to us. Um people don't have to uh support you and we value the fact that you're here and we thank God for you. And we're, we're going to believe God with you and everyone who has given their prayer request. We know God to be a God-answering prayer, prayer of uh, God. And we're going to ask you, Sister Roberta, to go ahead and, and share your final thoughts and to give prayer for the, for the saints of God.
4: Yes. My, my, my uh, final thought with prayer is one thing that God told us, he said, come. He said, come, and he said, believe and he said, Two or three would touch and agree on anything, I'll do it. So we are asking that you would but just believe God. Believe God. Believe that He hears us when we pray. And God said all you have to do is believe. What you believe you receive. And you thank Him. You thank Thank him. you, Lord. So with that, we're gonna go to the throne. Hallelujah.
3: Hallelujah.
4: Father God, we just thank you on today. We thank you, Father God, for the privilege of prayer. We thank you that you are our God, that you have chosen us, Father God. And, Father, you said in your word, when you pray, you're expecting us to pray. And, Father, you told us to expect you to answer us when we pray. We come yes, today Lord. believing your word. We come, Father God, knowing nothing but Christ and him crucified. Don't know My how Lord. you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, but, Lord, we believe you're going to do it because you simply told us to act and believe. And we stand on your word today, Father. You heard every prayer request for every individual, Father God. We pray now in the name of Jesus that you would touch, that you would deliver, that you would set okay. the captives oh. free. Father, that you remove every ounce of doubt and unbelief in the name of Jesus, that we would take you at your word and simply believe that it's done because we've asked you to fix it for your glory. Father, you know every heart. You know every person. You know the ones that didn't, that wasn't able to give a request, but they have one. Yeah. And, oh, God, we cry out to you for help. We mm-hmm. cry out to you for your mercy. You told us to come to you. Come to you. And believe that yes. you are a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. And we sin, Father God. You gave us every example in your word. Father, some are at their red sea. Some yes, are behind their And they don't know which way to go. But Lord, you're saying, stand still and see my salvation. That there's nothing too hard for you. There's nothing too big for you. And we're just asking you to raise our expectations. And you removing everything that's not of you, and giving us everything that's of you. Some things are gonna hurt to let go, but we let them go, and we yes, thank you now, Lord God, for thank what you're Lord. doing right now. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you, Father God,
5: thank for moving you, by
4: your Spirit. Oh God, just says not by power, <laughs> not hmm. by might, but by, by my that. Spirit, says the Lord. Oh, and we thank you for your spirit moving. Every hiding that exalts up against the knowledge of your truth. We smash the plans of the enemy that has been formed against your people now in the name of Jesus. We counsel Satan assignment against every name that's been called. Those that need healing, Father, you say, speak the word. Your word declares that by your stripes they were healed. We thank you that you declare, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. We thank you for the recovery yes, now in the name of Jesus. We thank you in advance. Father, we believe your report. We believe your word, Father God. We stand on it, Father God. You said two or three with text and agree. And we agree that it's done now in the name of Jesus. Father, we're not looking at what we see. We're not looking at what we hear, but we're looking at the spirit of the living God, that he would have his divine way. Father, we decrease that you may increase. We get out of the way, Lord God. We stop as Pastor Chris. We stop looking at things. And we're looking at the almighty God, the Prince of Peace, the everlasting Father. We're looking to you, Father God, who is the author and finish of our faith. You declared that he that began to work in you is going to finish and present it flawless before the throne of grace. And we thank you for it now, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for doing it by your spirit, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. You says not by power, not by might, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. And we thank you that your spirit has free course. We thank you that your spirit is moving, Lord God. Oh, God, we invite you in the midst of our situations now. In the name of Jesus, you said in the name you need of our Jesus. permission. You need our permission and participation. And we come to invite you in, Holy Spirit. Have your way, move as you will. and right. now Thank in you. the name of Jesus. You see and Jesus. you know, Father God. Oh, God, now, now, now. Now, God. We yes. It Thank you for the opportunity. Now God, Thank you, Father God. Thank you for the move of God like never before, thank Father. You, thank we thank you, Lord you. God. Hallelujah. And we bless you, Lord God. We honor you and give you glory, Lord God. We magnify you. your name, oh God. Thank you for doing it by your spirit. Thank you, Lord God. We praise you and give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank yes, you, Jesus. Lord. Thank Hallelujah. you for those that are saying yes to your will and yes to yes, your way. God. Thank you, Lord. God. Hallelujah. Thank you for everyone that's under the sound of my voice, Father. We thank you that your spirit is moving now on their behalf. In the name of Jesus, we thank you because they were faithful and listening, Father God, that you're going to bless them, Father God. You're going to bless yes, them, Lord. Father God. You're going to bless them to know you even greater, even more, Father God, that the spirit of faith would rise up in it, that they would move out, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. God, we give thank you glory you we give you Thank you in advance, Lord God, for your, what you're doing right now. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, have your way. Hallelujah.
3: Have your way, God.
4: And we thank yes. you for the miraculous. Thank you for the miraculous. Thank you for the miracles, you for the miracles that you're doing even now. Hallelujah. Thank you for Hallelujah, the deliverance Jesus. God.
3: Thank you, Hallelujah. God. Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for simply and believe. And thank you in advance for
4: doing it. For your glory. You get the glory. Yes,
3: Lord. Thank you, name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank God for this day. We thank God for his word going forward on this day. We thank God that Nothing that we do in ourselves will work but everything that we do in God, has power, has authority, has the ability to recreate uh, what God has spoken it out of his mouth to do. We thank God that his word shall not return unto him void, but it accomplishes everything that he has sent it forth to do. We thank God that he did not leave us ignorant of the things of God. That he opened up our eyes of understanding. That he gave us eyes to see into the realm of the spirit. He gave us ears to be able to hear what thus saith the Lord to our life, to our soul, to our spirit. We thank God that he gave us hands, to war in the spirit realm. That we can go into the realm of the spirit and we can fight. We can fight in the realm of the spirit with our spiritual hands, with our spiritual mind, with our spiritual life. That we can go in our closet. And we don't have to come out of the closet as ugly as we were when we went in there. But we can come out because we can go in. And he just dropped this in my spirit, Sister Roberta. He said we can go in that closet and we can do an exchange. <laughs> we can give him what we have and we can get what he has for us. And that is such an awesome and an amazing, and an amazing uh, change. Because we have nothing going in. And he has everything. So we go in that closet with nothing and come out with everything. My God from Zion. What an awesome thing. But on next week, uh we've talked with um we've talked with uh Brother Titus. And uh on next week we're gonna try and uh, uh, be prepared to speak with Brother Titus. Brother Titus showers. Uh he's singing, if I'm not mistaken, at the Stella with Sister Roberta today. Yep. He's singing at the Stella Awards today. He happens to be our nephew. He's Roberta and uh, Pastor Jackson's nephew by blood. He's my nephew by association because I've been around the family so long now till they don't know I'm out of Jackson. All right? <laughs> All right. So he's my he's my nephew. He called me Aunt Lorraine. I'm proud of that. Especially, you know how you had them kids that you said, oh, well, don't tell nobody we related. But no, no, this one I own up to. But yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, uh, I spoke with Brother Titus, I think, on yesterday. I'm not sure uh, what time the show will be on next week. Um, Pastor Chris had uh, to reschedule some things, and so as soon as I know when uh, Saturday Buffet will be back on, I'll try and let everyone know that follows me uh, when we'll be back on. I had a lot going on this week and wasn't able to post on Facebook like I normally do, Uh, but um, we will let you know, Roberta, and I will let you know when we're back on. We thank everyone for listening uh, we love you with the love of Jesus Christ, and we know that you have been encouraged because we have been encouraged, and uh, God has no respect of person. So if he gave us uh, good news and he answered our prayers, he's giving you good news and he's answering your prayers, amen. And so we thank God for uh, lessons learned, and uh, we thank God for giving us another uh, piece of the puzzle. For life sometimes is like a puzzle, and we don't always know where the pieces go. We just know they go in the puzzle. But we thank God uh, for his wisdom and his knowledge. Thank you, Sister Roberta, for coming on with your lovely uh, self. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on next week. If the Lord mm-hmm. says the same, uh, we will be seeing you next week, you and Pastor Jackson, and those of you, uh, Sister Amelia, we'll be seeing you guys on on next week. Uh, it is my um, plan to come to Michigan uh, on Monday. Uh, we thank God for, um, for that. We thank God for your support. Uh, Pastor Chris, you've been wonderful as always, and we thank you for your energy. We thank you for your support. Uh, you make doing this for Roberta and I, you make this easy. <laughs> and it's all because of the um, the help and the support. Amen, Sister Roberta? Amen. Amen. Yeah, you make this Amen. easy, and uh, we look forward. Uh, Sister Roberta has a daughter um, and uh, Colleen as well. So we look forward to the day where we can uh, break bread together, Pastor Chris, when we're in the area. Uh, we get to meet face-to-face because right now we've never met face-to-face. But we look forward to the day where we get a chance to break bread. And, Pastor Chris, I don't know about you, but when we break bread, I hope we're not at a restaurant that Roberta has been in the kitchen. And that is not a hint. That is just a write-out, uh, Roberta, please cook for me and Pastor Chris and Sister uh, <laughs> Newton as well. <laughs> Amen. But Pastor Chris, we yes. thank you. And Sister Roberta, we got three minutes. You got anything else you want to say before we say bye bye?
4: I, I just want the people to expect. Raise your expect God answered today and look for it.
3: Good. Good. I love it. I love it. Me too. I, I feel I feel that I feel that way as well. So as Sister Roberta has said, I'll say it again. We've prayed, Saints. We've asked God. So Pastor Jackson. Look for that need to feel better. Let's be specific. Look for that need mm-hmm. to feel better. Uh, Sister Amelia, look for the Jen Wright family and all the other families you've listed, the Johnson family. Mm-hmm. Look for improvements in those families. Uh, Sister mm-hmm. Lucille and her mom, look for improvement in whatever situation you, you offered up prayer. And those names that we named off, uh, Daniel, Dale, Joshua, Avia, Brenda, Lisa, we're going to look for improvement in your area. And feel free, those of you that are listening, Feel free to give us a call and say, "Hey, you prayed last week and God answered the prayer." It is will encourage our very hearts. God bless you, Pastor Chris. Take it away. Thank you, Sister Roberta. Okay.
0: Central Texas.